Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinions. Pop Pinions. Episode, even though you already know. 69. I am really excited when you wrote 69 on the board. Because <laughs> you're a child. <laughs> I really am. I know. You're going to make fun of me, aren't you? I about am. my hat. Yeah, we're both, we're both wearing beanies, but... We are. Mine is pulled up, so headphones are around or are over your headphones are under your beanie under my beanie very interesting choice kind of look a little bit like you should be in space balls yes i feel like there's another character i actually might be actual star wars that i'm thinking of but yeah space balls you look like you would fit in in space balls mine wasn't it wasn't fitting though over yeah well i also have a big i have a big head yeah that's i probably do i get that from you i don't think so i have a pretty big head does dad have a big head? I don't think so. Welcome back to the Big Head Podcast. <laughs> oh, Case, how you doing? Uh, I'm okay. Yeah, no complaints. Back to work in school learning on Monday, so that should be interesting. Not looking forward to that. However, I do know the kids have to go back because of their mental health, so there's no win-win situation, so I guess we're just, I feel like we're being a little bit thrown to the wolves, but we'll, we will get through. How are you, Jack? Uh, Mixed. Mixed emotions. Mostly good. I'm not going to say where, but I do have an interview coming up for possible job opportunity. Um, First week back of school is always difficult. Even more difficult when you only have one day off a week. Right. So that's not that's not going to be fun. No, you're not used to that. What day do you have off again? Monday. Mondays. At least you get a long weekend. weekend. And at least it's not, well, I wouldn't mind. I like when there's like a day off, like if I'm about, if I need like a mental health day or just like a, you know, kind of day, I usually do Wednesday or Thursday because I feel like that's like Monday. I'm pretty good. Tuesday. I don't like Tuesdays, but then Wednesday it's like, okay, I want to get stuff done. So my weekend isn't consist of just doing errands. Yeah. So I like to do that on Wednesday. And then by Thursday, it's basically the weekend. That's my theory. Man, I, I wish. Yeah. That's unfortunately. Well, it's only it's also only the next six weeks. Yeah. Is that it? Eh? Yeah. Oh, and then you're back in school or you're done? Uh, then I have like a, a break. To, well, now I have to work a job. Job. Yeah, like a real one. <laughs> like a real grown up. <laughs> when do you have your reading week, though? It's in February? Uh, I guess it'd be. I think it's February. Like I might not take one. Like I might just start working. But oh, I think I assume there's a week off in between doing school and having a job. Well, I hope so. How on earth would you do it? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, I want to talk really quick. Golden Globes SAG. Is Bef- that okay? Or anything else? Yeah. Should we tell them what we're doing today? Nope. Okay. Surprise! You gotta just, just stay listening. You have to listen to us talk about SAG. I was about to say, stay tune in, but tune tune in tune in. Live. Wow. Okay. From so the Golden Globes were recently on the weekend. They were on Sunday. However, they were, were they? not. They were not televised. Ah, that's weird. Which I know that they're problematic. I get it. I just really like the Golden Globes. So now I've decided my new favorite is going to be the SAGs, because that's the Screen Actors Guild, and they do TV and movies. I just like them both together because I feel like you're getting. Like a lot. You're getting a lot of like good content in that. But I'll quickly go through a couple of highlights from the Golden Globes. So Jason Sudeikis won for Ted Lasso. Gene Smart for Hacks. And Hacks also won Best Comedy. And I have to watch the show. I keep saying it. And then I don't do it. So I'm I'm making a point that this weekend I will start watching it. Okay. Um, Jeremy Strong and Sarah Snook won for and Succession won for Best Drama. So we've tried it. I don't know. I I don't feel it like everybody else, but maybe I'm gonna just stick with it. I don't know. I don't get that same like everybody like loves the show. Especially as like an HBO event. Yeah. I gotta stick with it because there's other shows that I didn't like in the beginning and then I've ended up liking it. Uh, MJ Rodriguez won for Pose. Uh, Michael Keaton won for Dope Sick. I started watching this. I really like it. Um, I think it's a week to week, so I'm not caught up. But it's um, they're really going back to that now. Do you find say, that? You're, you've kind of turned into a snob about that, that you don't like shows week to week. But that's that's the beauty of it is that. No, no, you're right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're right. I do the week to week. It has they both have positives and negatives. Sometimes it's fun to, to stay in it. Like, okay, I'll give you an example. When I watched Yellowstone, 
I didn't like it the first couple of episodes. It took me a minute. There are a lot of characters and there's a lot of story and there's just like, it's like, it's something I've never seen before. Cause it's like cowboys in Montana and it's like, I don't know that world. So I wasn't immediately drawn to it. Right. Uh, so it took me a few episodes. Had this been, I watched it week to week. I don't think I would have stuck with it. So some, I guess that's my own issue, but that I don't stick with things because I can usually tell like dad and I started the show. I don't know if I want to say it, but we started a show last week. Okay. Listen, it's called pivoting and I really like the people in it. Maggie Q's in it, Jennifer Goldwyn. And I cannot remember her, the other girl's name, but I love her cause she was from, uh, I want to say happy endings. Yes. Ha- she was from happy endings and I love her, but this is, it's not great. It's, it's not good, it's, but we're going to try. I'm like, no, I'm, I don't want to give up on stuff just because I didn't like it day one. So we're going to keep with it. Anyways, sorry, back to this. And Kate Winslet for Mayor of Easttown, which was no surprise there. And Billy Eilish and Phineas won for No Time to Die. So those were kind of the, oh, sorry, Will Smith won for King Richard, which was very deserved. I loved it. Um, Power of the Dog won for Best Drama. I thought, okay, so in this category, I'd only not seen one movie. So I feel like I have a pretty good sense of which one. And I think I li- I, I liked Power of the Dog. It was, it was okay. But Coda, to me, was the best movie I've seen in a really, really long time. Like, it was really impactful to me. And West Side Story won for Best Comedy. And the, a few people won as well in their category. So Jack's going to have to see this movie. Is it, can I just pick like one of the musicals? Like I don't, do I have to, actually I kind of want to watch the Andrew Garfield one. Oh yeah. Cause I don't think that's like a musical. It's a musical. Mom, it's well, Le- it's Lin-Manuel Miranda who is um, Hamilton. Know, Hamilton, I know. It's about Jonathan Larson, the guy who did Rent, Rent. which was a I musical. Know. I know, but I think it's more about how he got to it like it's gonna yeah, yeah be... it's not about rent it's not like the story of rent it's like right m- the making of rent right yes it is 100 percent a musical so he won andrew garfield yeah because he, he, he had to learn to sing so i think you should see it i think that's i think it's a bit different than west side story because i think you see the trailer of west side story and you're like oh boy that's no because it's also a story we know right do we know tick tick boom is it tick tick isn't it? Yeah. Um, do we know that story? No, I, I don't really know anything about Jonathan Larson. Right. So I'm more interested in that. I, I right. I will reluctantly watch both, but it's also Tick Tick Boom is more convenient where it's just a Netflix movie when West Side Story is in theaters. Yeah. Did you I see don't it? Think, uh, oh, Andrew Garfield did get nominated for SAG, but. No. So the other day I went through all of our streaming devices and I made a list because sometimes I meant West Side Story. Oh, no, I haven't seen that yet. No. Um, But we still have a movie rental. We could use that for our Cineplex because our movie theaters are closed, so we can't go to a movie theater. Really? You can't? Like they're completely closed? I'm pretty sure. I just thought I thought it would have been like the third time I saw Spider-Man where you can go, but you just can't take your mask off. No, I'm pretty sure they're closed. Yeah. That sucks. Yep. Um, and then the other day the SAGs came out. I'm not going to go through it because it's just too many, but I do want to highlight a couple of them because they are very similar to the Golden Globes. There's a lot that are similar. And so I'm not going to go through it all, but, um, I will say, um, so Murray Bartlett from the White Lotus. So he plays the manager of White Lotus. It's a really interesting show. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it, like pretty much the whole time. You're not entirely sure what's going on, but you're really intrigued. It's it's really good. Anyways, he's incredible in it. He's so good, especially near the end, like as he gets, I can't even say, but as the last couple of episodes, he is unhinged and it is fun to watch for sure. Um, I was so excited. Like obviously Ted Lasso, like everybody gets nominated deservedly so, but I was really happy to see Juno Temple. She plays Keely and I love her. I love Keely. So I was happy to see she got nominated because everyone else does, right? Like Hannah Wadding, Waddingham and like Brett Goldston and Ted Lasso like a lot of people get nominated for it so did I, like, I say it wrong no I just like that you didn't even call him Jason Sudeikis that he is just Ted Lasso yeah Ted Lasso that's just that you said everybody else's like real name right but he's but Ted just, Lasso. he's Ted Lasso 
Um, and then this one I was very excited about. Outstanding performance on an ensemble. I like when they do this with the SEGs instead of saying best show. It's like you're saying like the whole ensemble. Like it's like everyone's kind of I know it's the same thing as if you said best drama, but I like the wording of it. It's like an ensemble because it is. Like, and it's a, and it's another award to add. It's not like we're going to be like, oh, man, there's too many awards. Yeah. Who cares? So Yellowstone got nominated. So I feel like it might be their first time being like in a big award show like this. And I and I'm really happy. I think it's deservedly so. I mean, they're up against some pretty heavy hitters like Handmaid's Tale, Morning Show, Squid Game, and Succession. So I don't know what their odds are going to be. but um, And then, you know, my love for the movie Coda, Troy um, Kotsurur, I'm pretty sure that's how you say his name, is uh, got nominated. And he plays the dad in Coda. I can't believe the girl didn't get nominated because it like this girl is just, she blew my mind. She blew my mind. Like she's what a powerhouse she's 19 years old and she learned how to do sign language and she had to speak in an American accent when she's English and she had and she sings and I I mean she's just incredible I'm shocked that she did not get nominated but that's okay um that's kind of all oh uh we were really happy to see a stunt ensemble in a television series Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki which was this was a funny category because Cobra Kai got nominated, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, Squid Game, and then Mayor of Easttown, which I don't understand Mayor of Easttown because I don't feel like it was like stunt. I don't feel like there were stunts. Or, it wasn't like action? Like not that I really remember. And I loved you. That was like my favorite thing I watched last year. But I don't remember. It's like about a like a it's like a murder in the Kate Winslet pays like the cop who's trying to figure it out. Like it's not really a. Oh, they said pays, and I'm like, wow, spoiler alert. No, she no, is the cop. she is the cop, and she's trying to find out what happened. Anyways, SAG awards, which I think are coming up in. Don't quote me. Actually, I don't know. I think they're coming up at the end of February, but I could be wrong because I have the Oscars now in my head too. The Do Os- you know when the Oscars are? The nominations are the 8th, and the Oscars are March 27th. Done. Done my spiel. All right. On today's episode... Uh, yeah, there we go. We're going to previously have talked about the SAGs. Star. And the Golden Globes. Um, we have our Top 100 Movie Challenge, Monsters, Inc., and the Green Mile. Again, it kind of fits the tone of... These movies can't be more different. Yes, they pretty, really are. Pretty difficult to be. And then we have... A new segment, which uh, we're calling Stream Theater DVD. Yes. Off of the popular start bench cut, which is usually in sports, but I can, I'll re-explain that when we get to it. Okay. So let's start Top 100 Movie Challenge. We'll, we'll go with, I'll go happy or sad first. Uh, let's go sad. Okay. Monster. No. no. <laughs> 1999, Green Mile uh, by... Uh, directed by Frank Darabont, who is also the director of Shawshank, which made me think, I read that after, I'm like, oh, they do feel very similar. Very similar. Uh, so it's the story of both Paul Edgecombe, played by Tom Hanks, and John Coffey, played by Michael Clark Duncan, right? R.I.P. Yeah, that made that, that just made this I know. extra sad. Yeah. That yeah, for sure. no longer with us, who mm-hmm. is a massive man convicted of killing two sisters. While he has the size, he does not have the demeanor to do something so heinous. Yes. And yeah, the added part of like losing Michael Clark Duncan in real life mm-hmm. makes the story not, I don't want to say sadder, but it does hurt a little more to watch. It does. So Paul Cop. Paul, I was going to say Paul Coffey. I just mixed up their names. But Tom Hanks' character, so he's the in charge of Death Row. And there's only like four, I think, or five of them in the... It almost looks like they're in a basement, too. I don't think they are, but it looks like kind of that, you know, eerie look or whatever. And he is... Him and most of the people he works with are very respectful to them. And they treat them with kindness. Even though they've done heinous crimes... They're all, they treat them nicely and, you know, they make sure they have their last meal and they walk them. They, you know, they do the walk and stuff like that. And there is one though, and his name is Percy and Percy is a bad, bad man. He is not, he is evil in his body. Um, he is like, he 
killed a mouse, which was one of the inmates' little friend, and he killed it. He wanted to be part of an execution, but he didn't wet the sponge that went on top of the head. So this guy, which, like, people are watching, this guy literally, like, catches on fire. Like, it is pretty horrific to watch, but he catches on fire, and he, uh, like, at one point, the one guy goes over and he goes, no, you turn around and you watch this because he caused it, right? So he was just a really mean man and he taunted them and he was he was just mean. Mm-hmm. I was so happy to see Sammy, my little Sam Rockwell, who I didn't remember being in this movie. And he plays Kill, Kill Bill. Oh, my goodness. Wild Bill. Wild Bill. And he is crazy. He's so crazy. And he's so good in it. He plays the role excellent. Um... But then we get into the supernatural part of the movie. I I don't know. To me, it just didn't seem like a necessary piece. Oh, I loved it. I think it's Be- I think it's great. It adds to the character of John Coffey. But I think for the movie, it kind of not turned me off, but I just kind of it's almost like the time jump thing where it just right. felt like did it need to be this like. Did they need this added element to it? It is a Stephen King novel, so it, it does make sense. I think because then we knew when we saw what what John Coffey could do, we knew that he couldn't have done. He couldn't have killed those two girls. Yeah. We we once we see like he he, he can heal people by touching them, like he takes on their energy and then he opens his mouth and it all comes flying in the air. I don't know. It's it's very bizarre. But he, John, Tom Hanks's character has this really bad bladder infection, and he heals it. This is the first time he does it, and he he grabs him through through the jail cell. And at this point, we think he's killed two girls. Like we think he's kind of a bad guy, even though he looks like a bit of a teddy bear and he seems really soft in demeanor. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, he grabs them, and then he heals his bladder infection, and then when. Percy, the bad man, steps on a little buddy's mouse. He then brings the mouse back to life with his, you know, he takes that on. And then the warden's wife has cancer and they sneak him out. Like John Coffey, they sneak him out of jail, which is a whole thing, like trying to get him out because you got Percy to deal with and you have other people that will say something. And so they sneak him out and they, she he has to go help her with her cancer and I don't know. I liked it. I liked it because I think it, I don't know why I liked it, but I think it, because it just made me, it made him, he was such a, he was a good man, but he was, he was ready to go. Cause he was like, man, this world is evil, right? No. It's evil. And he was such a pure person. Pure, like, like he couldn't understand. He's like scared of the dark. Yeah. He was a big teddy bear. That's good. I forgot about this movie. Like, it's one of those movies like I remember like if somebody said oh have you seen the green mile I'd be like yeah I don't really remember but I remember liking it so it was kind of fun to, to watch it again and be like oh right this is a really good movie it's really well acted it's a really good story yeah so it was fun to watch it's long yeah I think people I also saw a lot of when I was doing some like background research on it a lot of people are saying it's comparable if not better than Shawshank Ooh. which that Ooh. I, I couldn't get on board with no. that. No, no, no. It's I, I get why they're similar. Like even uh Darabont wanted Tom Hanks to be like the Tim or I can't remember which way it was. I think it was he wanted Tom Hanks to be uh Tim Robbins, right? Um oh I can't remember. Yeah. I think Tony Robbins is the motivational yeah, speaker. Yeah. So it is Tim Robbins. Tim yeah. Robbins. So he wanted Tom Hanks in that role for Shawshank, but then got together for this one right which i I think it's one of those like i don't think tom hanks as amazing as he is i I don't think he wouldn't have been able to do andy dufresne i i agree with you i think that it's exactly like because i just can't imagine shawshank looking any different so i can't no 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 so we don't think if we did a full character swap between (laughs) michael clark duncan tom hanks morgan freeman tim robbins right yeah no um so based on I, I this was I thought was really cool that it was based on Stephen King book, but it was a six part series that he released over six months. Mm. And I think it was 1994. OK. 
and then Darabont took it and adapted it to a movie in under eight weeks or just around eight weeks. Wow. Which I think this, there was another movie we watched recently where they flipped a script like that very quickly. Yeah. You can see, I can see how they could have gotten that, the filming done quickly because it really does only like 90% of it takes place in that one area where they're all in their jail cells, really. And then just the execution and then the house. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like there's not there isn't a, like a whole elaborate. Not too many locations. Right. Like it's really just done in the jail cell. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Even one of the notes I literally just wrote. You can talk about your Sammy. I love my Sammy. He was. He, he was, was so good. Because even I wrote that and then later I put a note, another note of like, oh, wow. Like he was actually really not saying he's not really good, but it was just kind of like a scene stealer. He was for sure. Because he literally plays like even the first time you see him. You think he's like super drugged because he's pretending to be. And then he just like flips the script on all of them. And they're, you know, they're all like, oh, he's all drugged up. But he's not. He's just messing with them. Like he loved like messing with people. And he was he was batshit crazy. Don't get me wrong. And but peed and. Yeah. Yeah. Did some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He was a lot. I, but think, I think that part of that part, I don't want to say it specifically because it is kind of gross. But like so like he put it in his mouth mm-hmm. and then yeah fired it fired it but out of his mouth yeah doesn't usually come out of your mouth no no it doesn't um do you want to hear some of the there's only two but the almost castings for this movie yes uh the one that i find more interesting was josh brolin i don't know if he said no or why or anything like that but he was offered the role of wild bill okay which again it's one of those i don't think he could really no it's no it's just when you see sam do it you're like that is who needs to be doing it yeah uh and it's 1999 so uh shack oh gosh was offered the role of john coffee which if you wanted to make this a comedy movie sure go right ahead with shack but i think they wanted that size yeah they wanted that big like where you think oh he's scary but he's not yeah but you want that like persona of like this scary big man yeah, if they had like 2000, 2001 Shaq, yeah. they waited a couple of years to make this, <laughs> then it would have been great. I also realized the reason Tom Hanks didn't do didn't do Shawshank is because he was doing Forrest Gump. Right. Which, ooh, Forrest Gumpy, the voice is not too far off from Forrest yeah, Gump. Yeah, yeah. We got a little Bonnie Hunt in there too, played by his wife. And Patricia, Patricia Clarkson. Clarkson. That was the warden's wife. Yeah, there was a few in there that I was like, oh, I love this. I haven't seen these people in so long. Uh, the, the mice, I thought that was pretty cool. So some of it were just actually like trained mice. Okay. And other times they just had a laser pointer to show the actors where they should be looking. Oh, okay. And then like put the mouse in after. Like CGI'd it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I assume. Yeah. Unless they had the mouse after, but that wouldn't really make sense. Yeah. No. Um, John Travolta also, uh, he denied the role of, uh, Mm. Edgecombe. Yeah. Paul Edgecombe. Paul Edgecombe, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the ending yeah. is just... It's it's gut-wrenching. Devastating. Yeah, it's gut-wrenching for sure. And they're all, like, all the guards are crying and, you know, that doesn't happen normally and because they've all seen what he is and what, you know, he's a good man. Mm-hmm. It was wrong, but... Um, if this was to be adapted today... Especially yes. because it's a book series. Do you think this is a TV show instead of a movie? 100% because you can have new people coming in all the time. Because then you're having, yeah, you're having new people coming in and you're having like, oh, maybe this guy didn't do it. Like you could have a lot, you could talk about a lot with that. You have new wardens coming in or, you know, yeah, it's, it's like Orange is a New Black. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. not on death row though. They're pretty, it's pretty relaxed where they are. But this was like more death row. I don't know if I would do like death row because then to be on there you have to be doing some pretty shady stuff and then are people gonna like those characters yeah right? i mean it's also like it was the 1930s yeah that's true and it was the south which oh yeah not uh not, not, there, not right? a great combination yeah uh let's get to our second movie let's get let's get happy monsters inc you have extensive notes i know i don't know how to write notes on this though um i usually it's it's a hard balance between trying to watch the movie and trying to take notes. Yeah. I find I have to do more of my notes after the movie. 
so we all watched it together. We, we did. had a little movie party, which with, was really fun. With no snacks. No, we're not allowed snacks. No, we're being healthy. Yeah, that's carrots. Uh, yeah, a lot of vegetables this week. <laughs> a lot are, of vegetables are good for you, but it's more of the withdrawals of like just like some sugar. I know you'll get there though. It'll feel good again. I know. Yeah, no, it was good. It was just fun to wall watch together because half the time you and I are watching these movies on our own and then talking about it on here together. But we didn't talk about it after, like, like we watched the movie and then it was kind of like, okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't really, there was like little jokes, but it was just honestly, it was just more Meg and I talking. Yeah, we were just like making jokes about it. Well, it's such your childhood, right? I didn't know you guys loved it this much, but you guys knew like she knew like lines from it and stuff. I they've a few of the lines have come back through TikTok, but I I remembered a lot more of the movie than I thought I did. Um, it's 2001 Monsters Inc. directed by Pete Docter. Uh, follows two partners at Monsters Incorporated, the largest scare factory in the world, and their interaction with human girl Boo. This is the thing. When I watched this movie, I was like, I am shocked that you guys liked it because it's. It can be scary if you like really think about what the movie is about. They go into kids' closets and come out to scare them to capture the scare or the scream. Sorry, <laughs> capture the scream to to help their city run. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's because you like see Scully first, or Scully, Sully, Sully. Yeah, uh, you see Sully first as like the big gentle giant that he is. And then he just has to turn on the scaring for that. Yeah. But he's not always scary. And they, if, um, the best is the very first time that the one monster comes out and he has a sock on him. Yeah. It's a 2319. <laughs> and then it was like. It's all the guys in like the y- yellow suits. Hazmats. And they all come in and they just tackle him. And it's like a whole thing because he has a like, sock on him. Because any, any contact from the human world is poisonous yeah it's yeah i don't don't they don't really say specifically because even with like boo and sully it's like oh don't touch me don't touch me yeah so when we get to see boo she's so cute and so at first he's like scared of her and then they become like best friends they're buddies little buddies yeah then they're trying to get her back so that's kind of the whole movie right of just them trying to they meet this little girl they realize it's not scary we're fine and then they're trying to get her back and then there's some bad people in it. Yeah, Randall. Randall. Played by Steve Buscemi. I know. I guessed that one. You did. I guessed one other one, too. Uh, Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt, maybe? Who was like the, was Mike oh. Mike Wazowski's girlfriend. Right. With the, or was that Jennifer no, Tilly? No, yeah, that was Jennifer Tilly. Who was Bonnie Hunt? Yeah, who was? Um, She was, it, I don't remember exactly what character it was, but it was the like simulation of scaring. Oh, she was a part okay. of that. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, not only Steve Buscemi, you get John Goodman and Billy Crystal, mm-hmm. which are just like just, the perfectly casted. They are, especially for John Goodman. Well, they're both, but John Goodman for like Sully is such a good one because he just has that voice. And it's the gentle giant. Yeah. Um, Roz, who this is basically just for any deep cut internet person, but like Roz is just the best character because it's just like, what's Alice Where's your paperwork? Yeah, she's good. It's a cool. It's a she has a cool twist at the end that I, again I won't yes. say not that it's just a kids movie, but it's just kind of cool that it was just one of those little like ah cool. Yeah, it's just not like a useless character. Yeah, it's not just like the secretary girl or whatever. She actually had some. Yeah, there was something there, so it was cool. For two thousand one, also pretty pretty good animation. We said that we did because we're like this movie's like twenty two years old now. Whatever, right? No, less than that. I'm 22. You are. <laughs> Two years older than the movie. Yeah, you are. Uh, I guess it's... Yeah. 19? No, wait, 21. Oh, boy. Bad math. Wow. I knew it was one year off from 20, but I just, I guessed the I wrong know. way. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, no. So, we were both, we were all pretty still impressed with, like, the level, because things have changed so much, but this one really can, this holds up for sure. It's good. It was fun to watch. Uh, Pete Docter, the director of this, not only is he a part of the writing of every Pixar movie. Get out. These are the other three movies that he directed. Okay. So he did Monsters, Inc. He did Up, 
Wow. He did Inside Out. Oh my goodness. And he did Soul. <gasps> I love Soul. I was just, it's funny when I look at those four movies and yeah. I'm like, Monsters Inc., you're kind of the odd one out because the rest of them are like pretty deep, a little deep and like, I don't want to say sad. Yeah, like, like, it's got a, yeah, it definitely has some more depth to it for sure. Wow. Um, it's also a great time to talk about um, Pixar in general of how great they are at not only planning movies, but telling you that they're planning movies Mm -hmm. there's the toy story ball is in the background at one point yeah when um because randall played by steve buscemi his character can like it's like a chameleon yeah so he can change and one of them was again a toy story like the wallpaper wallpaper yeah uh one of boo's toys is finding nemo yeah and i'm pretty sure if you go back and watch every pixar movie there's some reference or some Easter egg to what the next movie is going to be. Right, right. And it's always like, oh, the good dinosaur is the next movie. Here's a toy of the good dinosaur and whatever's yeah. before that. Yeah, it's genius. Everything so. is just like so planned and calculated. Right. It's like it reminds me of Marvel, too. It's like this just so planned and they that I would love to see their vision board or their board where they have that all planned. Right. Mm-hmm. Did I just kick you? You did. I'm sorry. Ouch. No, uh, in terms of Oscars, it was nominated for four, won one. So it was nominated for Best Animated Feature. Do you know what it lost to? Uh, what year is this? 2001? I'm going to say... I'm going to Google it to make sure. But Okay. I'm going to say it was like like a horse movie or something. Like He really loves to talk about spirit. Spirit. I love spirit. Spirit's a good one lost to Mulan no that's way before I can't I don't know actually um if my internet research is right it is uh, oh, not IMDB um when I saw it it was Shrek oh mm. I think I'd give it to Shrek too not the as first well. one <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that so I changed as well I think I would. I love Monsters Inc., but Shrek is just. Yeah, I mean, Sh- it's Shrek was is also one of the first. This was one of the first years that they did animated feature. Which right. Shrek vs. Monsters Inc. is that's about as some, good as you can get. Yeah, that's some heavy hitters there. The animated world. Um. So, also nominated for original score, which mm-hmm. it lost to lo- original score and sound editing, and they lost to like Lord of the Rings or something like that. Right. That's fair. <laughs> and then they did win for original song. Oh, okay. And it was Randy Newman. Oh, yeah. We heard it and we were like, oh, that sounds like Randy Newman. Had to be. Um, also, The Abominable Snowman is played by John Ratzenberg. Oh. Ratzenberger? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Who is like just... Pixar God. And every... I think it's almost every Pixar movie he's in in yeah. some capacity. He's got the best voice for it, though, right? Yeah. He's uh, Piggy Bank. I don't even know what... Is he like... Do they have yeah. a name in Toy Story? I don't know. I don't know if he does. You're asking the wrong person. You are. I'm, I'm supposed to be the Toy Star expert, but I never thought of it that like if he yeah. had a name or not, if they just call him like Pig Geek Bank. Pig Bank. It'd be a good, good <laughs> nickname. Just Pig. Just Pig. Or Bank. Yeah. Um, I think that's everything. Yeah. It's just good one. a good one to go back to. It was, and I would think it was needed for this week. It was kind of fun. It was light. We were all like, let's just all hunker down on the couch and watch it. And it mm-hmm. was fun. Yeah. I like doing that. And we go from fun to oh, some stress. 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 I swear Jack just makes up these games or finds these games just because he wants me. He loves the like one's got to go kind of thing because he knows how much it stresses me out. So I think he just does finds like anything that's similar, but then he just changes the name. But then I was like this kind of feels like one's got to go you're saying this like it's a theory it's just completely right oh <laughs> you I just lo- love it i love these games i love i love especially this i feel like can replace one's got to go because one's got to go we talked about it before like people did it with like the chris's right and it was kind of mean this to me it's more like there's more strategy to it so for those who don't know it's start bench cut is usually like uh it's it's kind of like one's got to go so you get three options and it's usually in sports so it's like okay you get these three players Mm -hmm. you have you get to play one one has to sit on the bench and one you have to get rid of for nothing right so for the movie context against start bench cut cut um the movie context we're gonna do is stream theater dvds so the thing i like about this more is that it's not necessarily theater is 
it is the middle one, but you could argue to me at least how I was thinking about it as it's the one that you want like the best experience for. Yeah, and but you also have to keep in mind that if you're going to the theater, you're on their timetable. You're on like you're not able to watch it. Yes, I agree with you with the theater experience, but you're not able to watch it at any moment. So stream is stream to us is like you can watch it anytime you want. You watch it every day if you want. Yeah. Theater is like you want an experience and DVD is like you're going out of your way to watch the movie and you have to own the DVD. Which it's almost like it should be Blu-ray because that's what if people people don't really have DVDs, more people have Blu-rays. You think so? I think so. Okay. I, I guess know a, a lot generational of people, thing because yeah. I'm thinking more of my... In, in my generation, back in my day, we had DVDs. And I know people still have them. I know I still have them. I just, for me, I would have to set up my DVD player and stuff. So it would I, be... even, I even suggested we do VHS. And then you said, no, that's too outdated. Yeah, that's a bit much. Because DVD is now the one that's kind of outdated. Yeah. Which it, is weird. It is, for it, sure. It was something that was like, like, not that I grew up with it, but I was pretty young when, like, we started getting DVDs. Yeah. Well, we had VHSs when you guys were, like, we still young, have, young. We still have VHSs. Yeah. We had all, like, the Walt Disney and VHS and stuff like that, right? So, and then we had to start getting DVDs because it was like, okay, this is the new thing. And now we just stream. Now we just buy all the streaming platforms we can, except for we don't have Paramount, but. Isn't that you can't get that? I don't know because someone else I know has it. Why did say it? Why did you say it like that? I don't know, cause I don't understand. Cause Dad keeps saying I can't well, no, get it. No, I mean the person. Like, oh, it's, we, it's Carolyn. I was gonna say, are we not allowed to? Well, I don't know if she wants to see her name on the podcast. I think I've said it before. Though, From so. our millions of listeners, we always, we <laughs> talk about her with Fight Club, or even when we were doing the TV shows, and she was mad we didn't put Animal. I think she's more mad at you. I don't think she. Yeah. Just thinking about what I'm picking, but that you had Animal Kingdom is like honorable mention. Yeah. I know she was mad about that. It was funny. So yeah, stream, theater, DVD. We each have five categories because you know me. You know I have the fun categories with names. Did you? I did categories as well. That's good. I like that. So I'm going to just tell you right now. I do have five, but I have one extra that's just a silly fun one. Okay. I have a joke in one of mine too. So. Oh, fun. Okay, good. Uh, who's going first? Me. Okay. Okay. This one is Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Hmm. The Departed. Wolf, wolf, why did I say it like that? Wolf. wolf, Wolf of Wall Street, Django Unchained. Oh, wow. That is. Did you just like look at my top 10 list and then pick movies from that? Yes. No. Um. This is going to be a weird one. So I know The Departed is my favorite movie, but I would put that as theater mm-hmm. because I never got to see it in theaters and I would love that that theater experience for that movie. Okay. Um, I don't think I saw Wolf of Wall Street in theaters either. No, I think we saw it here, didn't we? Yeah, I don't think you... I don't even think we watched it together. No, the no, first time... Probably. I don't think we... Have we ever watched it together? I don't know. It's not really a together... No, it's not a together one. Um, so I will stream... I know it's not like Leo's movie. I, I'll stream Django, theater, departed and dvd wolf of wall street wow because i've kind of i've kind of seen it enough at this point yeah. where like i might not watch it for a couple of years right so i just I'll, figured I'll you would it. i just figured you would stream the departed just because then you could watch it anytime but like i understand what you're saying you want the experience of a theater yeah to me i don't see the theaters like i know it's the, I, I do get that like it's on their time and you can't like pause it or anything but yeah i just want that theater experience yeah that's fair good all right my first one, it, we I, when you started with your category, I thought we were going to have one of the same movies. Oh, okay. So my first one is Nolan's Mindbenders. Okay. So we've got Memento, mm-hmm. Interstellar, mm-hmm. and Inception. Okay. I just want to say I do have a Christopher Nolan one as well. Nice. Is it three different movies? No, it's Interstellar, Inception, and The Dark Knight. Ah. Okay, so you said Interstellar, Inception, and Memento. I'm definitely going to go, although Interstellar is on my top ten, I agree with you with the theater. I think Interstellar would be incredible in the theater. So I would definitely put that as, oh, but then I could watch it any time. 
Inception on streaming. I don't think I would have. Yeah, I don't know if I would watch. It's that. more. Are you more inclined to watch Inception or Memento? Yeah, I would watch Inception more. But I'm just thinking Interstellar. I would like to watch. I would like the ability to watch it whenever I want. So, so stream it. Yeah, I'm gonna stream Interstellar. I'm gonna theater inception because that's still not a ter- that's a great theater experience oh, anyways yeah when the, all the buildings are moving and stuff yeah so interstellar stream inception theater and memento dvd nice i don't think i would watch memento again i've seen it twice now and it still messes with me so <laughs> i think i'm good i liked the 20 minute video of christopher nolan trying to explain it and i'm like <laughs> i think i'm more confused right because he does it on like a chalkboard and it's it's, it's, it's a, a fun video it's but. incredible that he it makes sense to him yeah and for and for him it's so easy that he can explain it yeah but i can't even understand it no i know uh so i'll do my christopher nolan now yeah okay interstellar inception and the dark knight uh my first thought is inception be dvd just because it doesn't compare to those two yeah i think oh that's hard because again I didn't see the Dark Knight in theaters. You didn't or did? Did not. Did not. I think it was a little, it was 2009, so or 2008 or 9, so I might have been a little too young to see that. Yeah, I think so. Um I will No, I'll still stream the Dark Knight uh theater Interstellar mm-hmm. and DVD Inception. Okay. Cuz yeah. Interstellar theater experience is yeah, right. Something else. Yeah, for sure. They I should agree. they should do that more often where they just re-release movies. I think they do down in like Vaughn area. Like there's an AMC or something and they have like a whole bunch of like older movies. That'd be that'd be fun to just like I would love to see the Dark Knight in theaters. Yeah. Like, that would just be really fun. It would be for sure. We yes. should look into that. We should. When theaters reopen. In two years. No. Um okay, this is our Kate Hudson edition. <gasps> yes. So we've got How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Okay. Almost Famous, Shit. and yeah. Sing. And Sing. No, I'm just kidding. It's no, I was like, what? Fool's Gold. That okay. was That was my joke, was putting Sing in there. I literally put Sing in brackets, JK. Right. Fool's Gold. JK. So, um, okay. So, frick. It's hard because I, I, it's like, which movie do I want to be able to stream? Like, have at my beck and call? But I don't think it's about that. I think I have to get that out of my head. I think I would do Almost Famous in the theater just because of the music and the visually. I think it's great. And like streaming How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is just like a fun. It's like my go to romantic comedy. So mm-hmm. and then whatever your last one was. It's, oh, Fool's Gold DVD. Because I still like that every now and then. Every now and then if you just need like a stupid cheesy movie. It's I don't know. Her and Matthew are so great together fun two out of the three of those movies yeah i know right yes um okay i'm gonna do my action mission impossible 4 so ghost protocol oh yes uh jason Bourne. i just did the jason Bourne one so that's the newest one right uh oh okay right not alicia vikander yes then they do one after that okay well the one with julia styles She's in all of them. Okay, well, then the latest one, then. I'm I'm just going to look it up to make sure that they didn't do. um, It looked like 2016. So not. Okay, so yeah. So Legacy was the Jeremy Renner one. Yeah, yeah. so not that one. So Jason 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 Bourne. Bourne. um, Yeah, so yeah, Alicia Vikander. That's the one. It's the one where. um, Well, which one is your favorite one? Jason. I don't have like a preference. They're all really good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's the one where the guy's like, Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. That's really <laughs> funny. It's such a like corny line, but it is really funny. Okay, so Mission Impossible 4, Jason Bourne, and 13 Hours. Ooh, okay. So two of them are similar, which makes me think I can... I'll probably DVD Jason Bourne. Okay. Uh, Mission Impossible was a great theater experience. Um, 13... Actually... 13 hours of that did we see thir- we must have seen that in the theaters 13 hours i'm not sure i don't know but we've seen it a few times since then even right yeah um i will probably i think i'll actually stream jason no i'll theater jason born stream mission mm-hmm. impossible and dvd 13 hours wow 
That is not what I thought you were going to say. That's crazy. I think I need to ro- watch it again. And maybe if I watch it again, I would change my mind. But Which it's one? just 13 hours. Oh, okay. Instead of, because like those other two are just like, they stick out in my head more. Yeah. I know. I was trying to get like the action movies, there's, right? There's a few categories where it was hard to find that third movie. Like the Kate Hudson one, there wasn't a third movie that I was like, oh, this is going to stump her. Yeah. No, I, I, Fool's Gold still is. That's up there for me, for sure. But it is true, right? You're like, I don't know, because I just needed another action. I didn't want to put another Mission Impossible. Like, I was just like, I don't know. It's not really. Yeah. It's not outside the box. Okay, my third one is the teen category. Okay. So we've got Easy A. Oh, yeah. Mean Girls. No, no, no. And what, what movie would you not want to see in that third spot? Uh, The Duff? No. Um teen movies teen movies i don't know you're kind of close with the dove edge of 17 oh yes crap okay so, so you get emma get whatever ooh, do you ooh, think ooh. of like a specific person from being girls or do you just think of like the movie as a whole i think of the movie as a whole but if i were to say i would say Lindsay lohan but i would also say regina george because I cannot think of her name right now. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Yes, Canadian. And then you got Haley Steinfeld. And Haley Steinfeld. And I love, and Woody Allen. Or Woody, sorry. Wow, that was a bad one. Wrong Woody. A bad slip. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. So good in that. Um, crap. That one's really hard. That one's really, really hard. Because I can't think of which one I want to put on DVD. Like which one I would be. I think think i'm gonna stream easy a because i want to be able to watch it anytime i want fair and i don't think any of these are like theater like you know or like you need to see them in the theater yeah so easy a i want i want at my beck and call so i'm gonna pick easy a is definitely my stream mm-hmm. now it's between those two with theater and dvd oh that's really really hard this is gonna be the one that haunts me i know it i think i'm gonna say mean girls in the theater an edge of 17 on dvd but i don't like it i just want you to know that i just know i'm i'm either gonna get a text or tomorrow you're just gonna be like I'm, i'd like to switch i'm gonna i'm i'm going i'm going back edge of 17 in the theater yeah no definitely easy a is my stream though yeah. because i want to be able to watch that every day if i want so i know i'm i'm confident in that one it's just the other two i i like both of them do you, want me to, do you want me to give you my opinion? That's not yeah. your opinion. Yeah. I would I would do Edge of 17 in the theater. In the theater. I think Mean Girls has kind of not run its course, but I think a lot of people, I think it's put on a pedestal that it doesn't necessarily deserve. At this time. Yeah. yeah. For how long it's been out and how much like I get the like it's October 3rd or like on Wednesdays we wear pink. pink like and, yeah. there's a few good bits of it. My favorite one was always She Doesn't Even Go Here. Yeah. And I'd it's Damien like in a yeah. hoodie and yeah. glasses. I just feel like with that movie, Mean Girls, as many times as I've seen it, every time I watch it, I feel like I still pick up on something new. Like, it just, it has good layers. I don't know. Yeah. And it's it's basically like an SNL movie. It is, right? There's so many of them. But I love, I don't think Edge of Seventeen got the... Acclaim it deserves? Yeah. Like, I thought it was a really well done movie. And I just thought the friendship between Haley Steinfeld and Woody Harrelson was really it was I really enjoyed it and just watching her I thought Haley Steinfeld was great so I think it's a movie now that she's like in Marvel movies and she's becoming more of a star I think it's when people are gonna start going hey like we're not talking about this movie yeah I hope so because I really liked it I don't know yeah I should have put that as my last one I didn't think you were gonna not that not that you weren't gonna struggle but there's there's an I have another one that I think might be even worse Maybe not worse, but it'll be close. Being mean. It's not a very nice 2022 gift. Okay. Think about how long we just had a conversation about those three. I know. Still got two more. Okay. Um, So my cartoon. Cartoon. My cartoon. Okay. So I did Toy Story 3. I wasn't sure what Toy Story to put, but I put Toy Story 3. That is my favorite one as, do I call myself an adult? As... Not okay. a child. Okay. Toy Story 3 is Toy my favorite. Toy Story 3. Yeah. Monsters University. Which you haven't seen, but okay. I know, but I know you like it. I do really like that. The Incredibles. The first one? Which one do you like more? I'm not telling you. <laughs> no, yeah, I like the first one more. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
I will. Ooh, that's hard. Um, you don't have to say it's hard if it's not. No, it actually is because I do really. I think I would stream. I think I would stream Toy Story 3. <sighs> Monsters University, to me, is such an underrated movie. It's not better than The Incredibles, though. So I'll theater The Incredibles because I do want. I do. That's a. That's a theater experience. Yeah, it's pretty visually and actiony, right? And Monsters Inc. on DVD. But I I will say, when we start challenging each other to movies, Monsters University will be one of the. It's on my list. It'll be one of the first ones. Oh, great! That's so fun. Because it's it's such a like you'll watch it be like oh my god that was so cute and like some people were like oh it's so unnecessary but it was just like it's just a fun movie. Yeah, I'm down for some fun movies. For sure. Uh, so my fourth one is our MCU. Oh, I got an MCU too, my friend. So, mm. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. No. Okay. Black Widow. No. Okay. And the volume one of Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Which is the best music ever. Love that one. Um. Okay. Okay. So I think I'm going to stream Captain America Winter Soldier again. I want it at my beck. I think you already do. I want it at my beck and call. I've probably watched that movie 10 times and I love it. And I've only gotten into the MCU in the last two years. So to watch it 10 times, I think it's a lot. Yeah. It's my go-to MCU movie. So it's like, I, your, it's like your comfort movie. It is. So which is kind of random for like the other lighthearted MCU movies that there are. I know. I just really like that one. And I know everyone's going to say it's because Sebastian Stan. He's barely in it, though, and he's, like, covered up all the time. So it's not that. I just like the story. I like Nat and Steve and stuff. And I like On the Left. And I don't know. I just like that. Movie. Okay. So, anyways, sidetrack. So I definitely want to stream that one. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. And then uh, Theater, definitely Black Widow, because I just think it would be. Something you haven't seen in the theater. I know. So sad. It would be so fun to see in a big theater and like, because it was so action packed, especially when they're breaking like the dad, I'm in quotes, I put that in out of jail and stuff like that'd be so fun. And then I'll do Guardians of the Galaxy on DVD. I'm surprised you wouldn't see Guardians in the in the theater. Just because of the music? Yeah. I know. I know. But then I don't, Black Widow's so new. Like I, I, and I never got to see it in the theater and I was so excited about it, right? Do you think this is another sidetrack? Do you think Shang-Chi would have been better in the theater? Because I haven't watched it. I've only seen it in the theater. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I think it'd be really good in the theater. It was really good in the theater. I do yeah. want to. I do want to watch it again though. It's a great movie. It I feel really like it's good. underrated, eh? Yeah, it kind of like slipped through the cracks, especially when like I think it was just more like everyone was dis- besides you. Everyone was disappointed with Black Widow. Yeah, no. And uh, I wasn't at all. Spider Man was just a juggernaut. Mm. It was yeah. it was impossible that anything would beat that Shang Chi to me, like out of everything Marvel did, it was probably the second best thing they did, maybe yeah. third behind Loki. But I just really liked Loki. Yeah, yeah, hmm. interesting. Okay, my MCU is this is your last one, isn't it? So you went yeah, first. but then I have a funny oh, your, one. Your bonus one. My bonus. Um. Okay, so mine is Thor, Ragnarok, Infinity War, <sighs> Spider Man no way home oh my god actually maybe i should have done spider-man the that's i want to do the second one is that one your favorite uh no oh. not like the like the toby Maguire second one. Oh, i thought you meant the tom holland second one no tom holland like no way home was just something else okay so thor ragnarok infinity war and spider-man no way home oh i really hate this game for that thank you that was real that's a really good one um that was the first one i did i will stream ragnarok oh no actually i don't know uh i don't know way home again only seeing no way home in theaters is uh not hurting or helping its case it's just what it exists i think i will theater infinity war Mm, okay because now i don't know like <laughs> no way home was such a good theater experience it was probably the best theater experience out of the three um 
Infinity War is my favorite out of those three movies, but I don't know if that means I want to. You know what? Actually, this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting choice. I'm gonna okay. DVD Infinity War. Wow. Because I'm thinking if I want to watch it, I want the I will, I want to put in the effort to watch it. Right, and it's not maybe a movie you would watch all the all time. All the time, no. even though it's your favorite. Yeah, right. It is I that, that special. Uh, like I haven't watched it for a while now. Like probably since you guys watched it. Right. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Um. So I'll stream Ragnarok and then I'll theater Spider. Actually, no, I'll flip that. I'll theater Thor Ragnarok and right. I'll stream Spider Man No Way Home to see what the experience is like, especially now. I guess I'll still avoid the spoilers, but yeah. a very minor character that's in it, I'm now watching something that they're in. Right. Dance around it as much as possible. Yes, yes. I'm interested to see what that movie's like, because it's obviously going to be just as spectacular, but um, I would be interested to see what it's like streaming, because I'm pretty sure it also comes out in like February or something. Yeah, it's soon, which we should just watch it again. I'm, I won't complain, yeah. especially now that I like I watched it three times in about like 72 hours. So <laughs> right. having a month, month <laughs> a away from it break. is, yeah, I'm OK with that. Okay with that it. was really good, though. That was what this game was made for is stuff like that. Right. Yeah, that was good. Right. I know it was the first one I did. And then I was like, I was debating the Spider-Man thing, though, because I'm like, I don't know if that's like the one. I but. thought the first two are okay. They're a lot better now because of the third one. Like you right. see the evolution of the character. The first two just like by themselves are like okay. Oh, see I like the second one the best. Like with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Like wait, more than the third one? No. Okay. But I think I would watch the second one more than I watched the third one. Third one It's it's heavy. It's, it's a lot. It's heavy. It's made me sad too. So just, uh, I'm emotional you guys. It's all not giving no. anything away. No, that movie is emotional. Yeah. I, I probably the first time I probably cried for I'd say like sixty percent of the movie. Yeah. I was in like some form of tears. Right. <laughs> right. I know. Most of them were happy. Yeah. All right, my last one. Okay. This is our quirky movie. Yay, I love quirky movies. I was gonna say that's your trademark besides if they could somehow make a quirky thriller. <laughs> I'd be, in. be all in. And a spy. I like spy stuff too. Like anything like CIA ish or. Okay, quirky thriller spy. spy. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Isn't that kind of sounds like the movie that Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon did? Yeah. Spy yeah. Who Dumped Me? Spy Who Dumped Me, yeah. It's silly. Yeah, it's silly, not as quirky. Yeah, it's not as quirky. Okay. It's more silly. Here we go. Quirky, quirky movies. Okay. We've got Garden State. <gasps> okay. Juno. Yeah, I knew Juno was gonna be on the list. Yeah. What's a, what's the third one? What's such a what's a quirky movie? Moonrise Kingdom. Close. No. I don't know why I said close. Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. Wow, that is tough. Okay, Little Miss Sunshine, Garden State, Juno. Little Miss Sunshine, Garden State, Juno. I wow. I don't want to play. I have to go now. No. Right? Isn't that? Those are really yeah. good. I yeah. think that shows how well we know each other. Yeah. We is. know each other's movie. I shouldn't say how well we know each other. We've I've lived with you my whole life. <laughs> yeah. But how well we know the movies we like and the and way And the this way you game, put them together. Yeah. Like that is. The that's, quirky movies. Yeah. The quirky movies. My gut tells me go Garden State stream it because then I that is out of those three that is the one I would I think watch the most. Really love Juno though. Oh, and I love Loma Sunshine. Um. Okay, so I think I'm gonna stick with Garden. I never saw Garden State in the theater, but no, I want to be able to watch it whenever I want. So Garden State, I'm going to say, is a firm streaming. Okay. Okay. Next. Yeah. It's, oh, oh, I didn't your finish next it. Is, it's still Juno and Little oh, Miss Sunshine. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Sorry. I forgot to finish. Um, I think theater is going to be Little Miss Sunshine. And then Juno, I'll DVD it. Because I, I still can watch it. It's not like I can't watch it. I'm not cutting it out. It's just my more life. difficult to it's watch it. It's just a little more like I have to own it, which I'm okay with owning it. Owning it and you have to you have to really commit to watching it when Garden State is just, all right, put it on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
so you're you're good with that. Streaming Garden State, Theater Little Miss Sunshine, DVD Juno. Yeah, I'm just thinking of the fireplace scene and like Garden State and how great that would be in the theater. But because it's like one of my favorite scenes in a movie ever. But no, I'm going to stick with that. Garden State. I want to be able to see that one anytime I want. Yeah. Okay. My funny one. Okay. Scream, the new one that's coming out. Oh, God. Scream, Ambu-Alliance, <laughs> and Marry Me. Um, DVD Marry Me, because no. <laughs> uh, I'll be, I'll, I'm going to throw in a fourth category. We have VHS. Right. I will put bar- Marry Me on VHS um, and throw the VHS away. <laughs> right. Um, Ambuela Ants and Scream. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'd actually probably put Marry Me in the theater. I would have to do a lot of drugs <laughs> and go to the theater. Right. I'll DVD Scream because I just never found those movies good. Right. Besides the first one. The first one's good. Yeah. And then I'll stream uh, Ambiela Ants. Right. Because it's, like, it's just, it's not going to be bad. Uh, see, I'm surprised you wouldn't see that in the theater because I think out of those three movies, theater of Ambu, I can't even do it, Ambulance. Ambu LA Ants. Um, or maybe maybe I'll stream Marry Me, but then I'll just like disconnect from the internet forever. Right. No, I'll, uh, I guess I'll DVD. I'll DVD Marry Me, and I guess that's true. It 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 will be. It's a Michael Bay, so the theater experience will definitely be good. And it's it's like it's honestly it's great. It's like a Michael Bay formula. It's like okay, absurd scenario plus hot, hot girl. girl plus some explosion yeah for like and no car, reason car chases, car chases and like yeah for sure and shooting explode. that's yeah. why it was good he did transformers because it was just he could do that i yeah. don't think we ever did you ever watch the ryan reynolds one which one underground six i think it was oh i did yeah i didn't it was great that i have to say the movie's it's whatever it's actually not bad it's but michael bay it's, it's, it's michael a whatever bay. like so you're not yeah don't expect some theater theatrical Mar- masterpiece here but Damn. the opening scene which is probably 15 minutes of this car chase is pretty incredible i have to say like and there is a shocking thing that does happen in it where you're like oh shit right like it is yeah the opening is pretty good and it's not it's not the worst movie i've seen so i don't know yeah so yeah i'll, I'll theater and la ants <laughs> I just, I'm never, I'm not calling it ambulance. Call I, it, just call it like LA ambulance or ambulance LA. Just right. don't put it in the middle and then make me just go ambulance. Right. It's not, it's not what but you're. But it's in LA. No. I, my goal, this is what I want so badly, is for you and I to have some bet that we have. Oh, and it's marry me. And then you have to go to see marry me. Because you've talked about how much you dislike even the trailer of this movie. And I want there to be some kind of, but then I also know you won't follow through because you were supposed to watch Deadpool and you still haven't. That was a while ago. I'll watch it. I'm not like, we just have to give me a day and I'll, I'll show up and watch it. All right. Also, it's not like you're saying marry me is about to be a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> no, but I love you're, how much you throwing, hate it. You're throwing me under the bus <laughs> and you're the one that goes, watch this trailer. <laughs> love it so much because you're just like that is terrible yeah so to finish it off i'm gonna stream scream okay scream stream yeah streaming screams i only watched like the i think i watched the first like two and then i was like got it yeah (laughs) i get the formula i'm good and the the first one was good though yeah it was like the drew barrymore part yeah that was cool i just can't believe it when i because i get imdb notifications about like trailers and stuff and i got that one yeah and then I looked and like maybe a couple of days before I'd gotten Scream 1990, whatever, whenever the first one was. And I'm like, so it's just the same people. Yes. Like it's still Neff Campbell and Courtney yes. Cox. David Arquette. And they talked about like a character that everyone was pretty sure died and they might be back. And I'm like, this is just, we're running out of plot. If right. we, we have to go, this person that like everyone thinks died. Guess what? Not dead. Not dead. I know. I think it's so funny. And not the, it's kind of like Saw. Like the first yeah, Saw. First Saw good. was actually good. I and liked the, it. And then it's like, okay, you can't, we're just recycling at this point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, so let's pick our... Didn't you say you had a funny one, too? Oh, you already did. No, it was the having sing in there. Oh, okay. I said, gotcha. I'm just making fun of people. That's not funny. That's not what, that's not what it did, but it's what it looked like. They just should have actually casted someone that... 35. Wally. Nice. I was just saying that. You might haven't be, seen it. Might be a glint. What? I have seen it. Oh, I thought you said you hadn't no, seen it. No, I thought you hadn't seen it. Oh, I have seen it multiple I've times. Also seen, I think I've only seen it once. It's a great movie. I'm excited. Did you get it? Did you get the two? No, five. We're down to five, even though The Lord of the Rings isn't in here. Yeah, it's weird. Eh? So I guess we're just going to have to watch it. Maybe that'll just sure. be our last one. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, I got number 54, The Untouchables. The Untouchables. Isn't that um, uh, Kevin Costner? Wait, is it? Uh, I said, did you write un? Yeah, there's I, the U and the N. N. I. N. Untouchables. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, so weird. Unless I'm reading it wrong. But God, I, I've come out my whole life. Pretty good eyes. I'm pretty sure there is Untouchables. Oh, okay. So maybe I'm thinking it's the wrong movie. Um. It's like the gr- the guy who said Tupperware. <laughs> Tub. <laughs> the whole Tupperware. He said it with bees. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I have never heard of this. No. Oh, it's got Omar Sy in it. He's from my show Lupin that I just started, and it's awesome. I love it. A Parisian aristocrat uh, quadriplegic sense of paragliding accident hires a young man to be his live-in caretaker. <gasps> I'm so excited about this. It's kind of oh, it's in French. I don't know. Why I said it like it'd be a problem, but yeah, because the the show he's in, Lupin, it is in French and it is dubbed in English, which normally I do not like. And but for some reason, this does not bother me in Lupin. I'm I'm so obsessed with it. He plays like this master of disguise. Like he does these heists, but he's I don't know, kind of a vigilante. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's so good. He got nominated for Golden Globes. He didn't win. He's so good, though. I'm excited. I want to see him on other things because I really like him. Well, there's your chance. Yes. Intouchables. Intouchables. All right. Casey, got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.